Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. Today, I want to talk about asynchronous work and before you roll your eyes at another term that you need to learn, I promise this one is well worth your while to understand and implement with your team. You are likely already partially doing it, but really consciously understanding what asynchronous or async work is um, and how to how to use it with your team, how to use it in your business is a game changer. And for those of you who have come to business from corporate, it's quite a big shift from the ways that we're used to working. You know, if you've come from a corporate background like I have, you're used to days in the office needing to be there, you know, nine to five, eight till six, whatever that looked like, having meetings, being interrupted throughout your day, but everyone is around you and available. So it's really easy to get like quick answers to questions, to do things on the fly, to be really reactive. And then when we get into business for ourselves, I know for so many of so many of you, so many of our clients, certainly a big part of wanting to get into business was time freedom and flexibility and location freedom. And the ways that you work are a really big driver of that, particularly as you're building your team. And so really consciously as a CEO, knowing how your team work, understanding what the difference is between remote work, synchronous and asynchronous work, and the ways in which your team operates are really important to leveraging your team's productivity to making sure everyone in your team feels happy and fulfilled in their roles and getting the most out of everyone. So you would likely know what remote work is, right? Remote work is the idea that we are working independent of location. We're not in an office together. So I know for me, many of my clients are on the other side of the country. Some of them I've never met in person because we work remote. That's fantastic. We love it. Big advocates for it as an introvert, offices are like one of my worst nightmares. I need them in very small doses to see other people, but working remote from anywhere you want is fantastic. Asynchronous work is the idea that you and your team do not need to be online at the same time to get things done. Now, again, you're likely already doing this with your team. I know this is certainly the way we work within the agency. My expectation of team is always that the work gets done to the deadline. I don't care when. If you are an early riser and work at six o'clock in the morning, fantastic. If you are a night owl and you work at 3 a.m. in the morning, fantastic. If you take long lunches, if you have Friday afternoons off, if you work three days a week, I don't care so long as the work is done by the deadline, right? Like this is the point. This is true flexibility. The, the ability to decide for yourself, I'm going to take a long lunch today or go out to a cafe with a girlfriend in the morning. Like 
all of these things that we want, having your team set up to work asynchronously or async is a part of this. This is this is the aim, right? So today I want to talk a little bit to the benefits of working in asynchronous in an asynchronous way, um, and also the really important things to look out for both for yourself as CEO and also for your team, because everyone's got a role to play in this, right? And it is a little bit different. There are some key things, some key mindset shifts, some key practical shifts that we have to make to make asynchronous work really work for us and for our business. All right, so let's dive in. Like I said, the biggest reason, the biggest benefit that I really see from asynchronous work is that true remote flexible work style, right? Like complete time freedom. What I see happen though, is that we, while we're building that for ourselves, we're not always supportive of that for our team for whatever reason. And I do think it's that sort of corporate hangover of like, well, this is the way it just needs to be. My team need to be available during my business hours. Even if you're not available, we have this expectation that our team might be, or that our team can always respond quickly during the day when that just might not be the case. So Working in an asynchronous way is about everyone in your team having complete flexibility in their schedule. Now, there are times when async work is not a great choice. This is when maybe you have customer service requirements. You need to be online or somebody in your team needs to be online at certain times of the day to respond to customers or for really difficult conversations, not something I recommend doing in an async way. That is something that you should definitely sync up for and be online for at the same time. That should be something you're doing live together over Zoom. But for most of the tasks in our business, there is no reason not to be working asynchronously. Another really big benefit is that async work is incredibly inclusive. It takes any location requirement out of the job scope, which means you can hire people from all over the world. You can have great team members regardless of where they're located, but also it's really supportive for different work styles. And this includes, like I mentioned before, being introverted. They might not want to be online at the same time as everybody else. They might not want, your team might not want to have a lot of contact during the day. They're happy to get their work done, (laughs) deliver it in the time that suits them. It async really supports neurodiverse team members, team members who maybe don't thrive with constant interruptions throughout their day. It's really supportive of parents who are working around kids. It's really supportive of disabled team members. It is one of the most inclusive ways you can work with your team. Async work also really fosters creativity. There is nothing like being put on the spot with a question to really stifle your creativity, right? Like I think we've all probably found ourselves in those meetings or on group calls where we've been asked for an idea and on the spot we're like, my mind has gone blank. I've never had an idea in my life. What is this? <laughs> being Working in an async way really allows your team to be quite considered in their thought. They don't need to be immediately responsive. So you can create more creativity, create space for more creativity because we're taking all of that urgency out of it, right? The next benefit is that there are way less interruptions in your day and therefore there is less wasted time getting back into the zone, which means we're way more productive. Every time we're interrupted, And it could be little interruptions from the notifications pinging on your phone or an email coming in or, you know, physical interruptions from other people if you're working around other people. Every time we're interrupted, 
we waste time getting back into the work that we were doing, back into the zone of productivity. And async takes all of that out, right? It actually, you really can turn notifications off. If your team consciously know they're working in an async way, there's no urgency, right? There's or very little urgency. There's very few requirements to be like instantly responsive. That also means you get longer periods of deep focus and critical thinking and strategic thinking in your business. When we work in a sync way, and you think about this in like a traditional corporate office, we do a lot of busy work and we almost have to find time. I know I certainly did, had to find time away from people to get the deep focus work and the critical strategic thinking work done because you didn't want those interruptions. So working in this way where you are not being interrupted constantly, you are not, you know, reactive to notifications actually allows you to be in those deep, deep thought periods for longer. And like I've mentioned, it's way less reactive, which forces you to be much more proactive in business. If your team is working async, there's no expectation that they're on within the same time zone as you or the same business hours as you. So you are likely going to need more space in your deadlines because you're not, which forces you to be less reactive, right? You have to be planned. You have to be thought out. And also you don't have to rush to respond when things come up. It takes a lot of that urgency out, which is honestly so much more fun than feeling like we are tied to our devices, have to respond instantly. So the other really, this is, this is probably the biggest benefit that I really want to highlight is that working in an async way builds deep, deep trust in your team because it takes all of that, like, I need to check over everything. I need to be here when you do things. You need to check everything with me because that simply doesn't work in an async work environment. It really encourages ownership and accountability of your team for your team, for them to just take ownership of a project end to end implement great decision-making. They don't need to wait for you, which is something you'll want to consider when you're hiring, which is why I say it's incredibly important to understand the ways in which your team operates. Because if you are going to work in an async way, you want to hire team members who have great independence, great accountability, can make great decisions, somebody you can trust to make great decisions for your business when you're not online. One of my clients, and we joke about this quite often, but I tend to work in a way that is much more just do it and seek forgiveness later. I, If we can't, if there are things that need to be done, I will just do it. And if it's not quite right, that's okay. We'll fix it later versus always waiting for a response, right? Always waiting for somebody to check over our work. Okay. How do you make this work as CEO? So like I said, one, make the decision. How is your team going to work? Understanding the models in which your team is going to work. Are there certain times of the day or week or month where you do want to sync up? Maybe that's a monthly team meeting. Maybe it's a fortnightly check-in. Maybe it's a weekly check-in. What are the, the synchronized periods of work? And then what happens for the rest of the time? Do you want to build an async business model and bring your team on for that journey? Once you've made that decision and decided that async is for you, a couple of things to think about. One is way less meetings, no meetings, very few meetings. <laughs> I think, look, I definitely think meetings have a place, particularly for remote teams. It's a great chance to get together, to see each other. Um, I know certainly with the teams that I work in, I love, you know, monthly team check-ins where we get to see everyone because so often we're, you know, writing messages or voice noting back and forth, but we don't get a lot of FaceTime. So I think some meetings are fab, but really not requiring meetings is something you want to put in place as CEO. 
stop using email. Everybody who speaks to me knows how much I hate email. (laughs) I hate email. I hate using email. I hate being in my inbox. I just think it is one of the most unproductive things in our lives. And there's lots of studies to support that as well. And when you're working async, email really doesn't work for people because it's often clunky and it really reduces visibility. It's a one-way conversation, right? So using tools, and I'll come to tools a little bit later, but using tools that allow for much better communication methods than email. Also as CEO, getting in the habit of turning your notifications off and really practicing that, like, I do not need to be responsive. I don't need to be instantly responsive and available for everything. Having said that, you will definitely want to process in your business for what happens when something is urgent because urgent things may happen. So what are the communication channels you use when something urgent arises? But for the most part, not living in that reactive, responsive mode, which also as CEO is fantastic because all of these notifications constantly pinging us daily is terrible for our nervous system, right? We do not feel good when we feel like we are constantly jumping We're constantly on high alert. Like, is this urgent? Is this something I need to respond to straight away? Turn it off. Turn it off as much as possible. You might have routines around, well, actually, I'm okay with notifications between 9 and 12 because that's the chunk of my work day. But then in the afternoon, I don't have notifications on. Or it might be that you don't do notifications in the morning. So you can focus on that deep work. And then you put your notifications on in the afternoon as things come up. Or it may be that you just don't do notifications and you have routines around when you check in on your different communication channels. And the final step as CEO is that async work requires, requires good documentation and processes. If you haven't already heard me harp on about this, and I talk about processes constantly, so I'm surprised if you've gotten to episode 15 and haven't heard me talk about this yet, but go back and listen to episode three about the systems you should have in place in your business um, because... In order to work async, in order to free up your team to just do what they need to do, they need to have processes to work to. Otherwise, there has to be this back and forth, which takes time. So making sure you've got really great documentation, really great processes, SOPs, whatever you call them, in place so that your team can just do what they need to do. So how do you make this work with your team? First things first, cover it in onboarding, or if you've already got an existing team and you want to just tweak the ways you're working, call a team meeting, have a synchronous team meeting where everyone's on at the same time to share this. And I, I, like I said earlier, there's time and place for team meetings. Big changes are one of those. So cover it in onboarding, cover it in a team meeting, set the expectation, set the you know, the ways in which you are going to work moving forward. This might look like sharing your own schedule, encouraging them to share their own schedule, and also communicating the boundaries. What's urgent? How is urgent communicated versus everything else? What is a team member to do if they don't have the answer and they need an answer? All of those sorts of things. Async work also requires epic, deep communication with your team. You really cannot communicate enough when you're working in an async way. This looks like giving context whenever you brief a task. So this could be, this is why I need it done. This is the timeline I need it done. Here are the tools that you'll need to use. Here's what we did last time. Here's some links. Like you really have to put that thought into briefing a task because the idea is 
I hand over to you, a team member, all of the things that they need to do their job and they shouldn't have to come back and forth for questions, right? So when we're briefing tasks, we need to be like really, really detailed and clear so that they can just go away and do their work in the hours that suit them. It requires ongoing communication as well in terms of just like updates because you're not going to have a lot of face-to-face time. So for this, I we recently, recently earlier this year, transitioned the team and almost all of our clients over to Slack out of Voxer as our communication channel. We haven't used email as a communication channel for quite a while. Um, and Slack has been a game changer for working in this way because we have organized threads and channels. We have voice messaging as well as text messaging, the features within Slack that allow you to schedule messages for a later time or remind yourself of messages at a later time, game changes in communication in business, even for small teams. So using a great communication tool so that you're not on email is really, really important. And likewise, having a great project management tool where everything lives. You guys know how much I love Asana. (laughs) A great project management tool where all of the tasks lives. It's going to give you some visibility of what's your team got on their plate. What do their deadlines look like? They've got the visibility of you. What's on your plate? What do your deadlines look like? And also, again, Asana is the place where you would brief these tasks. Give that context, give that detail so your team can just go and do it. So really thinking about you want to reduce those little micro communications that we're really used to having that back and forth of like, I need this from you. You need this from me. I've got a quick question. Can you answer this? Like all of those little back and forth, which is really disruptive and not productive. Instead, when we're briefing a task, we want to be really conscious of like end to end. What is my team going to need to achieve this or achieve the next part of this process? The next thing to really make this work for your team is to set the expectation around deadlines and timeframes for things, because when you're not online all the time, when you don't require your team to be online or maybe they're in a different time zone, your deadlines and your timelines are going to look quite different. So because we're being more proactive, you're likely going to have longer timeframes for things. So maybe it's communicating with your team around, maybe they always need 48 hours notice of a task, of a new task. They will obviously have regular tasks that they know quite well, but for anything new, they need 48 hours notice because they may not be online, right? It could be that, you know, really emphasizing your deadlines and your use of deadlines, particularly in your project management tool like Asana, that your deadlines are either the firmest (laughs) date possible or something I encourage my team to do is to set the deadline a few days out because then there is some space for communication if it needs to happen. So for instance, we might set a deadline that is actually four days before something is due. And in the body of the task, I might provide the detail of like, this needs to go live on this date, but the task is actually due a few days earlier so that there is time for back and forth if it needs to happen. Like I said before, you need to have really great tools to support you and your team in working in this async way. So some of the ones I love, I've mentioned Slack and Asana, having shared calendars so your team know 
when you're online, when you're offline, maybe when you're in meetings, you can choose how much detail you want to share. But I know for me, having full access to my clients' calendars, like we joke about how much I know about their lives because I have full access to their calendars. But it's it makes it so much easier for me to know like, okay, I'm not going to get a response today because this team member's in back-to-back meetings. Or, hey, they've blocked out Friday next week, so I need to plan around that. So using shared calendars is fantastic. The other tool that is incredibly helpful here is a tool like Loom, which is a screen recording tool. So using this instead of meetings and trainings for your team to essentially record a process, record an update, talk through your thoughts is really, really helpful. So the ways that we tend to use Loom in really quick ways might be here's how to do a process here's a screen recording of me doing a process it's documented it lives in the SOP the team can grab that whenever they need but sometimes we want to give more context so often if I'm writing a strategy document for a certain part of the team or an updated procedure document for a certain part of the team I'll write the document we use Google Docs again Google Docs Google Drive is a great tool because it's really easy to share and leave comments and continue to progress the work forward without worrying about access or emailing a link or which version's up to date, all of those fun things. Um, I might write that document and then I might record a loom talking my team through that document because that means we don't have to get on a meeting. We don't have to find a time that works for everybody. I can record it when it's fresh in my mind. My team can consume it when they're ready to consume it. Again, you know, we can then use Slack or Asana or loom to go back and forth with questions, depending on what the context of those questions might be. But as I said before, it also gives a chance for your team to consume that information, to sit with it, to apply that critical thought and then respond, then ask questions versus that on the spot of a team meeting, like, here's this new thing we're going to do. What do you think? And everyone's like, oh, yep, that sounds great because you've barely had any time to process it. All right. So wrapping it all up, I think. I think async work really does work for online business. I think it's so incredibly valuable for online businesses, but I also think it's something that we're almost like half in half out a lot of the time. Like we want to be async. We want to be completely flexible. We want to be truly remote, but also I want my team to respond to me in certain, in certain time periods. So being really intentional about how you as CEO are setting up your business, setting up your team for success. And if you've got a bigger team, you know, maybe it's that some teams do have a more sync synchronized work schedule, whereas some do are able to work in a more async way. But knowing how your team operates, knowing what the communication channels are, knowing what the expectations are and communicating those and checking in on those really, really regularly is incredibly important to making any work style work, but particularly for async and knowing how much of a difference async work can bring to your productivity for your entire team. It's going to make them way more efficient, which means you are potentially using less hours, which is great for your bottom line, or you can allocate those hours to other projects, more efficient tasks, because that's the point, right? Like if if we're wasting time in back and forth, which we often do, it's literally wasted time versus being consciously and always really critical of like to give this project to my team. Here's the full thought process. That's a game changer. They don't have to come back to you all the time. You don't have a million and one notifications to respond to every day. You've only got a couple of places to check and your team can just go and get shit done, which is kind of what we want from our team, right? We just want things to happen. We want the work to be done. We want to get great results. And async is absolutely a way to do that. 
If you found this episode helpful, I would so love for you to leave a review on Apple. Reviews help us get in front of more people, create more amazing episodes for you. And also, I just love hearing about what you're enjoying, the topics that mean something to you, the things that you're learning along the way. So I would so love if you could leave us a review. And I will see you again next week for another episode of The Virtual Chapter.